Check, 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 check. Checky, checky, loo. Ninety, thirty-seven seconds of all the things you want. None of them. None of the things you don't. Uh, Joe Skelly, tell me a story. I got lots of stories. Ooh, lots of stories. Lots of stories. Just tell me one at a time. I can't handle two <laughs> at the same time. I get confused easy. I'll start off with a funny one. All right. So I used to have this neighbor down the street, this young lady, owned, she used to own a Cane Corso. Cane Corso, huh? Big yeah. old dogs. Big old dogs. Beautiful. Right. They'll eat your face. Right. You know, they used to be Roman war dogs, right? Yeah. They had, they had it in that, uh, that dragon famous show that was on for a minute. <laughs> the fuck was that show called again? Uh, you know, the queen, the dragon queen and the little short guy, the. Oh yeah. Uh, that one yeah hey someone dude was making his cane corsos eat people Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. that was an intense scene yeah Yeah. so she lived down the street from me right right and uh she came up she came by the house to introduce her dog and it was a male by the way and she's and we're like hey what's going on she's like hi i want you to meet my dog we're like that's a super it was brindle. It was gorgeous, right? Is it a little one still? No, this thing was massive. Oh. Massive. Right. Oh, okay. Over 100 pounds. What was Easy. his name? Oh, this no. is the best part. Oh, no. She's like, this is my dog, Aphrodite. He's named after the god of war. But, wait, what? <laughs> uh. So, she named her cane Corzo, her male cane Corzo, okay. Aphrodite. After the God of War. You have this confused look on your yeah, face. Yeah, am I missing something? Because I'm, I know my history is a little bad because I'm old, but that seems like it's not correct. Yeah, it's not. Okay, good. It's, so, it's not by any... I thought it was Ares. That is correct. Yeah, I'm like sitting here like, wait, Aphrodite, the goddess of love? Or... Yes, that is 100% correct. So she comes over... <laughs> Tells you her dog's name is Aphrodite. Named after the god of war. Which her is, male dog. Which is Ares. Right. Her male dog. I was going to say, maybe they have a god of war that's a female or goddess of war. No? Nah, okay. Nah. Maybe Xena, warrior princess. But <laughs> So, okay. So she fucked that all up. Right. And she was so so proud. So after she left, <laughs> we, we took to calling the dog Spaghetti Please. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Hi, I want you to meet my dog, Spaghetti, please. That's just, that's just, that's not right. Dude, that's, dude I felt so bad for that dog after that. Like, I, Did anybody dog, tell him? Dude, no, no, because look, that dog could be as ferocious as it want. And I'd be like, what's up, Aphrodite? Oh my goodness. Hi, this is my dog, Aphrodite. I'm like, go away. You know what? I can humor a lot of things. But that she's is... already drunk at like two in the <laughs> she, afternoon. She's a hundred percent sober. Bro. Oh no, hundred percent sober. Oh no. Yeah. So that dog became affectionately known as Spaghetti Cleese from that point forward. <laughs> it's like a boy named Sue. Right. Oh no. Look, Johnny, what have you done? Look, you ruined this gorgeous, massive dog and gave it some kind of complex, like. Yeah, it's it's a boy named Sue, right? Now I wants to fight everybody, right? Right. Because it's named Aphrodite. He's throwing hands all the time. <laughs> throwing hands, spitting fire every time oh, somebody geez. comes by the house, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's terrible. My daddy was leaving. He knew me to leave me with a strong man name. <laughs> Listen, and my toy poodle wanted to fight that dog of all course. the time. Why did you have a toy poodle, Joe Scott? Because uh, it was a rescue. It was a rescue. It looked like a Rasta when I first got it, and when we shaved it down, and I walked it for the first time. <laughs> oh, you realized what it was? Yeah, and then it flipped up on its front legs with its John Thomas hanging all up in the air, and it oh, started yeah, pissing that's everywhere. The one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've and, heard rumors about that, but I've never met anybody with that kind of dog. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a circus dog, and I became real friendly with it after that. Kept it like, forever? Yeah, I kept it forever. Until it wasn't forever, right? Uh, yeah, so that's my, my first story. D- don't, <laughs> don't, please, Aphrodite the dog. Please, please don't name your massive dog that could rip people's faces off. Maybe that's even better. Right? It is funny though. Maybe that's a maybe that's oh, yeah. disarming. It's, a, it's the old 
old adage like Little John? Right? Right. His name's Little John. He's a big dude. Well, depends on where you're looking. <laughs> Did you have to go there? <laughs> I had to. I had to go there. Uh, yeah, so Spaghetti Cleese. And he, that became the joke for like... Did he have his ears cropped? No. Like, I think they cut those dogs, no, he, right? He, his Aren't ears those ears cut? No, his ears weren't cropped, but I think his tail was, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Big old motherfuckers. That's the kind of dog that breaks its booty when it wags its tail. <laughs> like some dogs do that, I guess. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Roddies, I think, are famous for it. Oh, I don't, I don't know about all that, but. Yeah, I think it's Roddies. There's there's like a really common dog breed where people are like, you shouldn't crop its tail. And it's like, if you don't, they get fucked up and wagging too fast type of shit. Oh, and they get swimmer's tail. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's right. You told me that swimmer's yeah, tail. It's called swimmer's tail. Swimmer's tail. You ever been swimming with a dog? Yes. Really? Yeah. I never have. Oh, that's right, because you don't go into the water. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have went to a pool. I just never had access to a pool when I had a dog. I got you. I think. Got you. So moving along. Yeah. So we don't get stuck on this. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing for you. Hmm. You ever heard of the blue, the blue people of Kentucky and West Virginia? No. The blue people of Kentucky. Is there a reason they're called blue? Yes. Is it because they're blue? They look blue. Like the skin? Yes. What are they eating? Shrooms? Nothing. What's it's, causing that? It's a genetic defect, and I'm going to butcher this. It's called methamoglobin anemia. Anyway, if you were to draw their blood into a syringe, their blood looks blue. And the reason they look blue is because in their veins... Right, the blood running through their veins and their arteries is so blue that it makes their skin look blue, especially in hot weather and in the sun. So these are the blue people of Kentucky and West Virginia. Get on the goggleator. We're doing it. Oh, oh shit. Yep. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Carry a genetic trait that led to a blood disorder, methamoglobinemia. I'm not a medical person. I could tell. Yeah. Neither am I. Which, <laughs> you know, we can give a shout out to some IG guys that we know. Okay, moving on. Uh, that causes the appearance of blue tinted skin. And there's a fucking picture of these people. Oh, no, this is a drawing. So maybe a little bit inaccurate. But here's a picture of an older gentleman that see. no that guy's a fake oh that guy's a fake one yeah he was consuming like silver something and he ended up killing himself doing that to give him that papa smurf look what was he consuming he was rubbing a silver product on his skin and he was also consuming it to change his his uh why would you do that i have no idea because he was a nutter but the actual blue people kind of looked like that i can't find any pictures i can only find paintings but mm. apparently the blue was accented enough that they had to put it in the painting like this. No, it's a, that's a tin type. That's not even a painting. That's a photograph. Oh, it's a tin painting. Oh, okay. it's a tin, a tin photograph. photograph. And then they kind of went over it and touched it up a little bit. Ooh, here's one. That's pretty yep. blue. Looks like yep. they basically have like frostbite. Yeah. So is that where they got the idea for that Dragon Slayer show to make those people blue? Oh, I don't know. I doubt it. Probably not. Doesn't seem like the people who wrote that show were super educated. Actually, the I'm guy, just the guy, the guy who wrote those books, not the that books, the show. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who wrote the, the TV one. Yeah, the guy who wrote the books who became a movie. He got his start in TV, and oh, I think he wrote Beauty and the Beast, the TV Fuck show. Out of here, really? Yeah. Oh, the TV show. Okay, the TV I show. I thought you meant like the book itself. I'm like, damn, how long is this guy living for? Because <laughs> That's an old He's book. He's got some fancy tinted skin himself. We need some of that. <laughs> no. No. What kind of vitamins does he have? Oh, that's a good question. I don't vitamins. know. Vitamins. But. Beets. There's another group of Appalachia people called the Melungians. Oh, good. And they are olive skinned. Okay, now you're just getting racist. No, I'm not. So look they're Italian? Up. Yeah, look them up. They said, the, yeah. They <laughs> said, yeah. Or what are they? they? They have some uh, Italian background. They're right. also mixed with some escaped slaves. And, yeah, but I mean, that's not gypsies. that uncommon, though, is it? Or are you just saying because of the area? No, it, it's a group of people, and they're I think they're more from West Virginia. Uh, they're called the Melungians. 
It's weird. Oh, nothing on Google for that. No, there is a. It, there totally is. Well, I mean, I'm spelling it wrong. Yeah, is obviously what's happening here. It's M E L U N G I N. I think. M E L U N G I A N. Okay. Well, there it is. Melungian, Virginia. Ethnic group. Melungians are an ethnic group of people from the southern United States who descend from European settlers and sub-Saharan African slaves. Oh, there it is. How do you know if you are Melungian? Dark hair and skin with light-colored eyes. Really? Yes, sir. Let's see if we can get some images. Oh, again, pictures not doing justice. Yeah, we're just going to have to leave that one alone. But, I mean, are these people unique because it's the kind of people that make you disappear if you go to their house type of thing? Or what are we talking about here? <laughs> Some hills have eyes shit? No. Left turn, wrong turn, right turn, bad no, turn? I, I'm not saying any of that because I'm not trying to, you know, make any group. They're killers? No, I didn't say that He's either. making a crazy motion right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You wanted weird facts? I, I, have, I have weird facts for you. What you got? I told you, the blue people of Kentucky, West Virginia, no. and the Melungeons. Nothing surprises me anymore. Give me something that surprises me. The the shell crabs that they were bleeding out. Like oh, the a horseshoe fucking, crabs? Yeah, Wesley oh, yeah. Snipes movie. That's a bit surprising. Koala <laughs> urine, a little bit surprising. Not surprising that I got urine in my mouth. I mean, that just happens to people on accident. Eventually, it's going to happen. It's like swallowing spiders throughout your life, you know? One year sleep. Right somebody's going to hit you with it at a party. <laughs> Is that how that happens? Not to me. I Not haven't to me. been to a party yet where that's happened. Well, me neither, but I saw, it in a, I saw it in a movie. Maybe you're going to the wrong wrong parties. I don't go to parties. Oh, They're oh. too dangerous. I live a sheltered life. <laughs> I just don't understand. Can't go to parties. Hi, I want you to meet my dog, Spaghetti, please. <laughs> His name is Aphrodite. Get it right. God. He's the god of war and lightning. Okay. <laughs> so. I thought you had a story this time. Uh, oh, we want to talk about that? All right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about one of the most interesting guys I've ever met in my life. Can we? Uh, Are we allowed I'm to? afraid. I don't know where he is. I think he's dead oh, okay. somewhere. Well, Maybe. Then I guess it's okay to talk about him? Yeah. So. <sighs> This gentleman's name. Why don't we? Re well, what we call to protect him, the innocent, right? We'll call him. We'll call him Benjamin. We're gonna call him Benjamin Edge, because Benny Edge was part of that group, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Like to keep a clean lifestyle. Okay. The thing about Benny Edge is he was interesting. He was an interesting fella. Okay. The first time I ever met Benny Edge, I see his car parked out my high school, right? And on Benny Hedge's car, Benny Hedge's car, he's got the big slogans, right? Claiming who he is. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I walked right up to his car. I need to make sure he's what, what? What, what? What, what? The book, book. I need to make sure he ain't no book, book. That's, he, no. He's trying. Okay. He wants to be a shot. He wants book, to be, right. So I go over to his car. I said, hey, buddy, I see you have a flag over here. See you saying some shit. Who are you? He shakes my hand. Really nice guy, actually. Super friendliest guy you've ever seen. Looks like, uh, dresses kind of like somebody we know that likes to stay gold. That, uh, you know, got the whole skater look going on. Whatever. Okay. Right? Stay so gold, he, pony boy. Right. So he tells me, he's like, yeah, man, just got to the area. I'm like, okay, cool. Got a little intro. Shook his hand and said, I'll see you around. You know, whatever. I guess he was there to pick up his wife. Well, his would-be wife. At high school. Right. So he's like a, like, I think a couple years older than us. And I think I was a junior or senior, so it wasn't a super big deal, but whatever. So as time passes on, I keep running to this guy around town. We became buddies. Okay. Right. So we start hitting shows, whatever. He's a great guy. Super nice guy. He's got a lot of stories. Now his stories, Joe Skelly, they were like your stories on crack cocaine. 
I can't even imagine. You, yeah, you could have the same exact story where you're like, yeah, the man went up into this upstairs into the attic. He was grabbing his trunk out. And then you're talking about how he's grabbing photos out of this trunk. And then he's talking about how he pulls a tr- trunk down and it's full like gold bouillon and all this other shit. Like just, you were just like, what? Like the shit didn't make sense. Gotcha. Okay. So Benny Edge is hanging out. He's with this chick. I've been hanging out with him. I, I asked him one night, I said, Benny, how'd you get to our, our place here? How'd you land here? He says, oh man, you know what? I was working for Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, wait. You met right. a circus performer? Dude. It's just, no, no, no. I think he was literally a shit shoveler. So he goes, I was working for Barnum and Bailey, man. I get them all set up, you know, bring them out, travel with them. Right. So now he's traveling with the circus. So that, that's what I'm saying. Right off the rip, you're like, oh, this is a problem. It's like a half step above a carny. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. They're, well, it's what carnies strive to be. Right. Shout out to all of our carny friends. <laughs> you know, if, if we have any of those left. So, so, so he tells me this story. This, this and I'm going to try to remember these as best I can because they're outlandish, but that was his story. He goes, Yeah, man. I was up here working in the circus and I met my wife in the audience. Right. <laughs> He's like, now to his, to his credit, <laughs> he loved his wife. Okay. And he, he, he thought like he was over the moon for this girl. So he's like, yeah, man, I met my wife in the audience, in the audience. He goes, she was at the circus one day I was working. He said, and I just decided not to leave with the circus when they packed up and left. He said, I'll, I'm going to stay here. Wait, 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 wait. So uh, doesn't know her name. Right. Doesn't know where she lives. Right. Has no idea who this woman is. Right. But he's going to quit his job at the yeah. circus. Right. To and hang out because he met. I'm, I'm assuming he got her number at that night and decided he wasn't leaving. How does an elephant shit shoveler spit game to some girl in the audience. Okay, to get so, a phone number. so to Benny's to Benny's to Benny's credit again, my guy was mostly fearless. And we're gonna get into that too, okay. because he's there. So he tells me he's like, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> now, the weird thing about Benny was depending on what day it was, depicted where he was from. Okay. So like you know, I'd be this like, this is very Carney-esque. Right. Exactly. You'd be like, Hey man, where are you from? He's like, Oh, you know, I live in PA, but I'm from Texas, but I'm spent most of my life growing up in Alaska. And you're just like, what the fuck just happened here? What? Like, right. So outlandish fucking stories. Right. And he goes, he'd he'd tell you a story. Like, I believe one story one time is he was like, yeah, man, I was in Alaska and we were hunting bear. Polar Ooh. bears. Right. <laughs> they were hunting. Polar okay, bears. Which I think are a protected animal, unless right. you're like an Inuit. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, man, me and my grandpa, we killed this polar bear because he was a man eater. That, this, that's the kind of shit you'd hear. Okay. Like he'd spout this fucking gospel all the time. This time I was on the Amazon traveling right. with Barnum and Bailey Circus. Right, right. Uh, there is a school of carnivorous fish that oh, were harassing oh, oh. the people. I forgot to say the best part. Okay. Okay. He was, at the time when I met him, probably, like I said, early 20s, 20, 21, 22. He's already lived like three lifetimes. Right, right, right. That's right. the best part. Right. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, there's just so much. It's like rushing in my head. So, so he, t- <laughs> he looked like a 40-year-old Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking, bro. So he had the kindest face you've ever seen. And he had no fear talking to anybody. That's why I kind of feel like he's the kind of dude that would have met some broad in the fucking audience. He did not care. Okay. You know what I mean? And his wife, she was a cutie. You know, she wasn't whatever. But but let's just say my guy was living and loving for love, not for anything else. Right. But she was in high school. She was a senior, maybe, or a junior. I don't know, dude. Don't. This is getting we'll creepy. Yeah, we'll move on for that one. <laughs> now, mind you, you know, he's a stand up guy. Very cardiac. Doesn't do drugs. Doesn't, right, which is also weird. Doesn't do drugs. He's right. part of the straight edge crew. 
So he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't do this. He was already inked up like we were, you know, with, with edge tattoos, whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool, man. You're, you're cool kid, whatever. Uh, so we become friends, you know, we talk, I learn a little bit about him. The interesting thing about Benny edge was that he wasn't a one upper, but he was a matcher. <laughs> right. He didn't okay. have to one up you. Okay. But he definitely had a common story, which I think that's normal for everybody. We all have the common, we all deal with the same thing, you know, whatever. Okay. Give so, me an example. Well, so, okay. So one time I think, uh, this was later on in life, but he, I like, I'd started, I'd switched over to like, uh, carrying around like a Glock. Right. Well, he tells me, I, uh, he goes, Oh, that's a nice Glock, man. I got like four of those back home. And I'm like, well, which home is that Benny edge? Cause you got like five homes. I don't know. Is that this state? Is that that state? He goes, no, man, no, man. My homie's holding it for me. But when I get back, I'll pick him up. It's like, that's, that's what I've been shooting my whole life though. Just clock. I'm like, that's sweet. So he came over one time and this was later on in life. So I'm sitting there cleaning said Glock. He goes, man, that's a dope ass Glock. Can I see it? I said, sure. I racked the slide back. I check it. I hand it to him. So he's got the Glock in his hand. He's mm-hmm. looking at it. He looks at the front. He tilts it to the side. And then he shakes it. <laughs> <laughs> like my guy shook it like a snow globe. Okay. I've never seen anybody take what? a gun and then shake it like a snow globe. Okay. So he takes it. He's looking at it. He inspects it. He gives a little shake like it's a soda pop. <laughs> and he goes, man, that's sweet. And he hands it back to me. <laughs> I now, mind you, I didn't say nothing because I'm like, all right, well, thank God I get it back from him. I'm just going to I'm just going to go with that and leave right, it alone. Yeah. Okay? I, I imagine you were very confused. Like I was. What did you what, what, the, what was he able to glean from the shaking of this? Ah, that it was cool. I, that, 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 that's all I got. OK, that's all I got. OK. So but he had like nine of them that his homie is holding. Right. In one of the various states that he's from. Right. So he tells, so, you know, like one time we were talking about tattoos, he goes, yeah, man, my mom's got the most successful tattoo shop in all of Alaska. I'm thinking, well, there's only three. So (laughs) the run of this whole story slightly makes sense, but maybe not. Okay. Crazy, crazy stories. So I'll run into Mikey Edge one day. Now, mind you, of course, for years. Benny Edge. Benny Edge. Benny Edge. So I run into Benny Edge, you know, around town (laughs) and, uh, for years, I just ran into him around town, shake his hand. We'd hit a show, whatever. Now the weird thing about Benny Edge was he want to throw hands and he'll fight you if he see a reason. But if, if you get confrontational with him over something that has nothing to do with what he doesn't believe is worth fighting over, he don't fight. Okay. Which is really interesting. All right. So I had to get, so I ran into Betty Edge one night and he goes, Hey man, he goes, I need a job. I said, yeah, you done with the circus, huh? No more circus. He goes, well, I can't tour because I love her too much, man. I ain't leaving. I said, okay, Benny Edge, I'll get you a job. So I get him a job at the, uh, at the shop that we work at okay. the, the little restaurant, yeah, yeah, little sandwich boutique shop. So I learned more and more about him. He just keeps telling me stuff. Now, Benny Edge was a little bit fluffy. He's a little bit of a thicker guy. He liked to hang out and, you know, got him the job but there. He's got that Matthew McConaughey face. But he's got the he's got the chunky boy Matthew McConaughey face. And I mean, dude, I'm talking like he looked like Matthew McConaughey. If if you didn't know the kid and he was standing 20 feet away, you might mistake him you'd for think Matthew he McConaughey. Was, no, Broderick. Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Right, right, Broderick. I stand corrected. Sorry, Matthew not Broderick. Matthew McConaughey. Man, if Matthew McConaughey would have been out, he would have been picking up anybody he wanted. So, so he has all these crazy stories, right? Like, I'm from here. I've lived here. I've lived here. Now, this was a weird one. At the time, I wasn't with the beast. I had another beast. She was horrible. Did you need to stop calling these people beasts? She was, she was, she was the Antichrist, but we'll move on from that. Anyways. So this beast was from a place in Portland. Now, before the current status of Portland, back when we were younger, right, 
There the wasn't grunge, the grunge scene. Yeah, it wasn't as big. Temple of the Dog. Right. But if you know anything about the areas in Portland, there's some famous bridges. Takes us back to the bridge dwellers. There's a real famous one that I can't remember what the fuck it's called. I really don't care. But it's super famous. And it's just got like communities under it. Okay. Right? So Benny Edge is telling me all these stories. He goes, oh, yeah, man. I lived there one time. Right? He goes, in yeah. Portland? In Portland? Right. He goes, yeah, I was in Portland for a while. And I'm like, damn, dog, you lived all over for being such a young gun. He goes, yeah, man. Was he a train hopper? I don't even know. But he goes, yeah, man, I lived up there for a long time. He goes, but I was poor as fuck, and I lived under a bridge. I said, <laughs> is that a fact, Benny Edge? Tell me about this bridge. So he tells me the name of the bridge, right? We'll, we'll call it Light Bridge. He goes, I lived under Light Bridge, and I would go to this store and beg for food. He goes, and I'd pull food out of this back of this restaurant down the road from Light Bridge. And he's telling me all these fucking stories. Now, mind you, he hasn't met the woman that I'm with. And she's from this area. For sure. So I go home and I'm like, hey, babe, I met this fool today, told me he's from your, he lived in your hometown, right? (laughs) She goes, really? Where did he live? Where was he at? I told her, I said, hey, boy said he was living under Light Bridge. And she goes, oh yeah, that's a real thing. She goes, yeah, 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 that's a thing. I said, boy said he was pulling food from a trash can at this restaurant. She goes, oh, yeah, that's like down the road from it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so right? He's legit. Like, well, that was the fucking thing, bro. So, so Benny Edge, like every five stories, he'd have a legit story. Right. So you couldn't t- decipher. Right. You couldn't decipher. Right. right. So, you know, I got this circus guy who's been hunting polar bears in Alaska. <laughs> somehow under- had time to live under a Portland bridge. Right. Who and also- he's just. Yeah. Yeah. And his mom's got the best tattoo shop and he's, he's like, I'm trying to get home so I can get tattooed, but you know, I got to stay here cause I'm in love. So, okay. Cause there are no and tattoo the, right, shops here. Right. Yeah. And the circus isn't here and all this other stuff. So he goes, why didn't he become a carny? I think it was beyond, I think it was below him. Oh yeah. You, you know, you carny, move up. carnies are lower than the circus people. Oh yeah. I think I would think. So he tells me all this shit. He's able to confirm and do all this stuff. So then months go by. He finally meets my woman. They have a conversation. My woman later goes, yeah, I don't know how the fuck he knows all this, but he must have lived there to know all this. And I'm like, that's wild as fuck. He doesn't look even old enough at the time to do all this. Right. So I'm like, whatever, dude. Okay, fine. This now, guy's on the lamb. Now, mind you, right. This guy's on the right, lamb, Right, dude. right, right. He's got warrants. Right. <laughs> mind you, mind you, he's been telling me like, I'm from this state, I'm from that, and I'm, you're not believing it. But all this stuff trickles down. So one day he comes into the fucking job. He goes, hey, man, guess what I found? I said, what'd you find, Benny Edge? He goes, I found my Alaskan ID. And he whips it out. He's got a real Alaskan ID. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Did, did he so, have pictures with the man eating polar bear? No. Yeah, none of those. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he wanted to shake my gun, so. Did, did so, he have a cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> so he goes. Did he carry around one of those cell phones that holds bubble gum? Oh, bro. Oh, dude, he might have. So he goes, uh, so he goes, he goes, hey. He goes, uh. Did he open his kerchief on a stick and pull out his Alaska ID like a hobo, bro? I'm telling you. And he was the nicest guy. That's what's so weird about it, too. Dude was the dude would give you the shirt off his back and his last dollar. Well, that's because he lived under a bridge. Right. So let's see. So what was some of the stories? So he goes, so he comes, he comes in one day. We were talking. I said, I said, he been the edge, man. I'm thinking about going swimming. And now he's a fluffy guy. Right. I said, man, I'm thinking about going swimming. You know, I might get a, a gym membership and, and go whatever. He goes, I'll do that with you. I swim great. <laughs> right? I'm thinking, motherfucker, you don't look like, yeah, okay, I'm, 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 a, let's go. We'll go together. Right, right, right. The two of us. Right. Let's do this. So after work, we go down to the Bally Total Fitness, right? We look it up. We figure it out. We see what's what. We sign the paperwork, right? We both get a swimming thing. <laughs> so we show up at the pool 
the next day at like 5.30 a.m., whatever, when they open. I'm out there stretching out. Here comes Benny Edge. Nice old chubby Matthew uh, Matthew Broderick looking motherfucker, right? <laughs> he's got his board shorts on and his, and he's got some goggles. No, I don't think he even had goggles. I think I had goggles because I'm a bitch. Right. So, so we're sitting there and I'm like, all right, brother, well, I'm going to do some laps. You do your laps. So cool, man. We start swimming. Dude, now listen, I'm not a swimmer. So I never, ever, ever tried to sign up for any group that does a lot of swimming. Catch my drift. I got you. Yeah. So I'm like the kind of guy that like pumps and pumps and pumps. And then I sit up and I realize I've gone like 20 feet. <laughs> I get real salty. I don't sink because I'll pump, but I ain't moving very fast. Okay. I'm like a tugboat. I shit you fucking not. I'm pumping away trying to survive in this pool. And here goes this motherfucker doing the perfect breaststroke. <laughs> My guy is gliding through the pool. He laps me. Not once. Not <laughs> like, twice. But like seven times. But like three fucking times. Doing the breaststroke. Right. <laughs> it was like out of a fucking movie. Ferris Bueller was going by going, hey, man, just chill out. You'll move better. It, literally, he would glide by. This is crazy, too. I'm sitting there trying to pump away. I'm standing up because I'm fucking pissed. Every time he goes by, he gets the right arm. He's on the right perfect arm to be facing me. <laughs> and he's cheerleading me on the whole fucking time. Come on, man. You could do it. Goes and laps me another lap. He comes back. You can do you it. You can do it, man. Keep trying. Don't give up. I'm going to be back for you. Goes by me again. This is a fat, pasty, Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller motherfucker. Bridge just, dweller. Just Alaskan polar bear killer. Right. Passing me on this fucking thing. And I'm like. Survival skills. What the fuck is happening right now? Survival skills. Dude, I remember coming home and just being like. Salty as fuck. My. Dude, I wasn't even salty. I, it was like I'd seen a UFO. I was blown away. <laughs> this is a boy who don't go to the gym. Boy, don't trim his nails. Boy, don't fucking like. Here he comes by. Hey, man, I'll see you on the back end. <laughs> and I think he switched positions too. So like one time he was doing the backstroke and he was still <laughs> passing me. So we like get out of the pool and I look straight at him. I'm like, dog. I got to give you mad respect. You, you dead ass serious. He's like, yeah, man, I'm a banger ass swimmer. I'm like, I don't even remember asking him where he learned because I didn't want to fucking know. I'm like, I'm not even asking bro. Cause you're going to tell me like an Olympic swimmer next door to you taught you how to swim in a kiddie pool. I don't want to fucking know, bro. So he learned, he learned swimming the Amazon. So, right. So, you know, fast forward, this is like over time, right? So. One time, one time we seen this dude wearing a uniform, full BDU setup. Okay. Comes into comes into Walmart while we're in our little shop. We're sitting in the table. We're just sitting having lunch in a shop. The guy walks by us. Mikey Edge looks at him. Looks Benny Edge. Benny Edge looks at him. Yeah, no, man. Benny Edge looks at him. Don't worry, I think he's dead. If he's not, email me, bro, because I miss you and I love you. I hope you're good. You fucking you're a badass homie. So one time <laughs> boy walks by. He looks back at me. He goes, man, that's my homie from Colorado. <laughs> right. I'm like, like what? That's your homie from like 10 States away. What the fuck are you talking about? Why is he here? I don't know, man. I ain't seen him since back when I lived there. <laughs> so I seen this guy. Did he track him down? Hold, it gets. Yeah. So it gets weird. So he goes, I go, I'm watching the guy go now. Now, Benny Edge's back is to that side of the store, so he couldn't have seen where this guy was going. The guy goes down the long aisle, disappears into the distance, and goes right. Right? I looked at him. I said, Benny Edge, if that's your boy, go get him. Oh, now you're trying right to pull now. his card. You're oh, trying to pull his card. Every time. I do this to this kid all the time. All right, man, I got you. I'll go get him. Hold on. I'll be right back. He shoots down the long aisle, disappears, goes to the left. <laughs> Ain't even on the same side of the fucking store. Right. Goes to the wrong, yeah, wrong direction. Right. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, whatever, dog. I'm gonna, I'll wait for this fool to come back in 10 minutes. Tell me he didn't find this motherfucker. This boy comes back 10 minutes later with this motherfucker <laughs> hugging him. He's got his arm around him. 
They're fucking walking up. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Right. So he did know this dude. Now, I don't know. He could have paid him 20 bucks just to fuck with me. I have no clue, bro. But he walked up to me. This boy introduced himself. Said, yeah, this is my homie, Benny Edge. We've known each other forever. I'm like, what is happening? From when you were in Oregon. Right. Colorado. 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 Some shit. Some other state, which I didn't even know he'd been in. Right? So he's (laughs) added another state to him. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Are you doing drugs? So so this guy introduced me to him. He'd shake hands with Benny Edge. They'd give each other hugs. This guy's like, I got a dip set. I got to go back to work. He leaves. Benny Edge, sit down, not even the wiser. Doesn't even look at me like I was trying to pull his car. Just looks at me and goes, yeah, man, that's my homie. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? So he comes in. This is this is the best one he told. I mean, there were great crazy ones, but this is the best one ever. So he comes in one day. He goes, damn, man, I got a problem. I said, what happened, Benny Edge? What's the problem today? You okay with the wife? And the kid, now mind you, this is years later. Okay. He had a kid with this girl. All right. He's like, I can't leave. I love this woman. I'm getting married. Blah, blah, blah. He said, damn, man, I got a problem. I said, what happened? What happened, Benny Edge? He goes, man, I just found out I got a kid. <laughs> I said, what? Another one? A ki- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, we're still in our low 20s, right? Yes. He goes, I got a 13-year-old kid. right i'm like i'm standing there i'm like benny edge i'm not so good at the math but let me get my fingers (laughs) and my toes out uh i'll go dog if you got a 13 year old kid that means your kid would have been born when you were like 14 he goes yeah man when i was living in arizona (laughs) it's a whole other state he goes when i was living in arizona that's the other thing too he did know somebody i knew in arizona Whoa, 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 whoa. Back yeah. up, back up, back Yeah. So you knew somebody in Arizona. Right. That's a big fucking state. Right. How does your homie, Benny Edge, randomly know somebody you know? The same way we know the same people. Scene. Yep. Wow. Right. This is the kind of freaky shit that I would be like, bro, this is too creepy. Right, This right. is why we became homies. Like, he had these little tiny credentials where I was like, okay, bro, you know some people... You know, I'm from that area. I only been through there a couple times. Okay. Literally. And my most of the people that I know kind of migrated to there. And then I just got invited to hang out. So I'm not like from that area. I just been down there a couple times. Well, he knew some of the same people. He's able to fucking put them out by name. And it was creepy. Like I forgot about that. Well, he tells me, he goes, I got this kid down there. I said, Bro, <laughs> how? So he tells me, he goes, Man, when I was 14. I hooked up with this 20-year-old. Right. I'm like, oh, no. Right. So he tells me, he goes, man, he goes, I guess she had the kid and didn't tell me. And I left the state. And I'm like, yeah, that fit. That part does fit about the story with you. Right. How did she track him down? Oh, dude. It just, it's so good. So he, so he tells me this. So now over the next 12 months, And that's just a guess number, but like over the next months, months and months and months, he's sitting around the shop being upset about this kid. He's like, yo, dog, I don't know what I'm going to do. So what do you do? This fucking 13 year old kid. Right. A daughter. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. So he comes into the shop like weeks later. Right. Say, Hey, I said, Hey, uh, Benny edge. How's that kid going? He goes, yeah, man. I talked to her on the phone. I'm like, that's crazy. She, I go, you're going to try and be her parent and stuff. He's like. And this is, again, a testament to his character. He goes, of course I am. I'm going to be her father. That's my job. I said, oh, okay. That's no no paternity test. He's just accepting this. And he's just going to rock and roll with it. Well, he's hunting polar bears. I don't think he cares. Right. So so he tells me this. I said, oh, okay, Benny Edge, that's cool. Good for you. You're going to be, you're gonna be a, 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 a daddy to somebody you don't even know. That's crazy as fuck. Right? So a few months go by, three or four months. Hey man, I think my kid's going to come and visit me. I said, that's, that's wild. That's dope. You're going to meet your kid, right? Five months go by. No kid. Right. I'm like, 
all right, maybe this was just a story that Benny Edge is like, you know, maybe found out it wasn't, whatever, whatever. Four months go by, right? So this is like nine months later. Dude, this is like, yeah, this was like through a two-year process. Okay. So he goes, he goes, comes in one day, he goes, damn, man, I got a problem. (laughs) Another one. Right. Another problem. I said, what's up, man? What's up, Benny Edge? He goes, "Uh," he goes, I'm going to have to get my kid. I'm going to have to go get her. Okay. I'm like, that's going to throw a cog in your wheel, buddy. You got a newborn. Uh, you're going to go pick up a 13-year-old strange girl you've never met before, and you're going to do this. Cross state lines. Right. Those are just all kinds of weird shit going on. He goes, yeah, man, I have to. He says, he says, I got to. Turns out her mama's been hanging out with these murdering motherfuckers again. <laughs> again? <laughs> right. Again murderers like real ones so i'm thinking like like not slaying murderers like he's saying this dude's a murderer and right i gotta go get my daughter man i can't be leaving her out there with that shit that's bullshit i said okay you need to do that so now after eight or nine months he starts disappearing during our shift he'd be like hey man i need to take a phone call from a a judge i said okay man you do what you need to do we didn't bother him. I didn't clock him out or nothing. I said, go do your call, man. You disappear for 40 minutes. I'll cover you. And he did the same for me. I'd gone through the same thing. For whatever. Sure. So I'll get him. I cover him up. <laughs> Comes back. Yeah, man. She's doing too many drugs. You know, you know how that is. I got to. Oh, that, I'll tell you a different one. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, you know, I can't handle that. I can't be with nobody like that. And my daughter don't deserve that. I got to rescue her. I said, this is crazy as fuck. Mind you, I've never seen a picture of this girl. I've never, like, I don't know her name. I've never heard him talking to her because he leaves the workplace every time he does this, right? Right, 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 right. So he tells me, he goes, dang, man, I'm going to have to fight custody. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know how. They they should just sign that kid over to you and FedEx her out here. She's going to have a better life out here, right? (laughs) So he starts going through this. So over the next six months now. He's leaving and getting on these calls, these conference calls all the time with the judges and all this other shit, man, if my guy, so we go like a year and a half hearing about this shit. My guy walks in one day and goes, Hey man, I got my paperwork. Finally. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you know, when the court sends you all the papers, cause you're going to be the legal guardian. I got it. I just got to sign it and send it back. He goes, and they sent me all the files from the court stuff that's going on because it's, you know, it's technically him involved. So he's allowed to get the paperwork. Right. Boy, he whoops out a fucking affidavit signed by official fucking people from the courts. I looked all this shit up stating that the mother was not capable of being a mother anymore, that she had been ordered not to hang out with this guy who was on probation for murdering people, but because she was on probation for drug use that they were not supposed to be together and they were anyways. So now she's getting busted and going back to jail. The other guy's getting busted because he's hanging out with felonious fucking people, I guess, but he's got the paperwork like fucking 90 sheets of paperwork. Holy crap. So this dude was just disappearing and really dealing with this court thing and other than like talking, giving an update of, oh yeah, she's good. She's coming, whatever. Like didn't tell a shit about it and was serious. So again, you got to think I'm hearing a hundred stories that are fake. Then for a year and a half, I hear about how he's got this invisible daughter and all of a sudden he's got papers. This boy told so many crazy stories that I actually was like, maybe he printed those off the internet. <laughs> like I didn't know what to think. And I love the guy. But the shit he would say, you were just like, what? So maybe all so, of his stories are legit. So you never know. So, so the, so here's one. So the reason he had joined the straight edge community was he told me, he goes, he was in love when he was young, 14, 15 years old. He said, I was in love with a girl in Arizona. Yeah. A girl, a girl in fucking New Mexico, the whole other state. Right. So he tells me, he goes, I was in love with her. He goes, but she got smashed by a truck. 
What? Right. By a drunk driver. So he became a straight edge. Right. That's what pushed him into that lifestyle. Okay. Right. Which is, you know, that's not outlandish. There's a lot of people like that. So, so here's this story, right? And that's what he had told me. That's why he took it to heart so much that his daughter's mom now. Did you ever see her? Which one? The daughter. Oh, yeah. So he shows the paperwork. Another six months goes by. Four months, five months, whatever. Okay. One day he randomly comes up to work with his girl, his newborn baby, and a 13-year-old blonde girl. That's crazy. They sent his daughter to him. She had the to catch a flight. Did. Yep. That's crazy. Yes, as sir. All get out. Yes, sir. So you asked how they tracked him down. Um, I guess Facebook. <sighs> At the time, MySpace, Facebook. Um, I don't know. Like, I think she filed for paternity. That's what it was. I think she did file for it, and she was going to hit him for whatever well she 13 years of back child support. right and he told me he goes he goes i he goes what happened was and this is pretty common too in the system she had filed for uh food stamps and they were like well where's daddy and she was like i don't know but because she was filing with the government they make you fill out the shit the best that you can well she must have known something about him and they tracked his ass down Damn. And came after him for it. Well, while, while all this was going on, like in that first eight months of whatever, six months of him discovering this issue was when he was discovering that she was having all these problems because, and, and he now, flipped the script. Right. Homeboy was a G. And like, ended up with his kid. Right. That's awesome. Good for him. It was good until one day he came in. He said, damn, I got a problem. I said, what's up, Benny Edge? He goes, it turns out I got another kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. Dude, he he's goes, like Johnny Appleseed. I got another kid. I said, I said, Benny Edge, you breaking the rules here. You know that, right? There's a third rule to this lifestyle. <laughs> You're not supposed to have all these kids, bro. <laughs> right. He's so like, where was this kid? Because, you know, Barnum and Bailey was based out of, like, Florida somewhere, right? Oh, he'd been to Florida, too. All right, so oh, was, yeah. it, was the kid in Florida at the I don't summer even, camp for Barnum Bailey? I don't Bailey? even fucking remember. All I know is, is he came in one time and was like, I got another kid I've got now, too, and I got paid child support for. And I was like, dude, you make my life feel better. But I was going through some shit at the time. You're working at a sandwich shop. How do you afford all these churins? I, dude, I don't know how he afforded anything. I, I have no fucking clue. Wow. I legit have no idea how he did anything. And so he, so he would do all this. He did all this stuff. And, uh, one day he disappeared. Dropped off the planet. Dropped off the planet. Never seen him again. Ever. Where did he go? I don't know. Did he hit the road again? I guess. Nope. Nobody knows. Did he pack up his minivan full of family? He drove a... He drove a, uh, what is it called? Uh, what's that car that they drive that they do, do drove in um, Training Day? Monte Carlo. He drove a Monte Carlo. Big old Monte Carlo, gangster looking, soft top Monte Carlo type car. That's why him having that script on the window is kind of weird because I was like, dude, you're not from here. And he had back then. I'm pretty sure he had Arizona plates. That's where he had come from the last time. I'm using the air quotes. The last <laughs> time. Boy, he was crazy though. My man's so, been everywhere. Right. And I seen him, like, I'd go out with him. We'd go to the bar. Like, he'll throw hands and shit, which was dope, you know? But one time we was in the sub shop, and he comes walking in, and I'm watching the camera, and I'm he's supposed to be walking right up to the doorway that I'm watching on the camera. Well, we work in a kind of crappier area, okay. right? And it's Walmart. Right. Now Walmart has a reputation. Back then, Walmart didn't have this type of reputation, right? Understood. But we worked in the 100% throttled Walmart. So he comes in one day and goes past this broad and I hear screaming and I'm sitting on this table watching the camera so I can hear the screaming on the camera, but I can't not through there. I'm hearing it live, you know? So I jump up off my chair, off the table. I walk out and said, Benny edge, what's happening, man? He comes back. He goes, Hey man, that crazy ass bitch out there accused me of jerking off onto a napkin and throwing it in her cart. <laughs> what? Swear to God. 
Swear to God, bro. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? He goes, yeah, man, she's doing some crazy shit. And I was like, bro, we're going to handle that. So he didn't like, this is what was funny about him. He'll throw hands at kids that he knew were worth throwing hands to. But when it came to people, normal people, if they started stuffing on him, he didn't like it. And he'd kind of clam up. So he clammed up. I walk out in front of him. He's behind me. I said, ma'am, what's going on? She goes, y'all motherfuckers are hiring this nasty motherfucker to do shit. He walked right by my, by my cart and he dropped this napkin in here on top of my kid's coat. And I don't know if he was fucking jerking off in the bathroom or whatever. He, she was going ape shit, like crazy mad. This is a big woman. She was like 400 pounds big, gotcha, right? Gotcha. And I look down at the napkin. I look at the coat. All she has in this cart is a jacket and this napkin, this lowly crumpled up napkin on top of the jacket. I'm like looking at it like, well, I mean, I don't know, you know, but I didn't say that. I looked right at her. I said, ma'am, this is our manager because he had, he had actually taken over this shop while I was at a different shop and I then transferred over. I go, ma'am, this is the manager of the shop. I go, I highly doubt that he did this. She went berserk. She went berserk. She's like, fuck you. You're fucking probably in on it too. She's going crazy. Yeah, this was pretty normal. I could tell stories about Walmart uh, Walmart employees and uh, customers all day. She starts screaming. Man, it was the weirdest fucking thing. I had to threaten her with the cops. I'm like, listen, it got to the point where she wouldn't like, she wouldn't deescalate. It got to the point where I was like, listen, bitch, get out of my fucking store. I'm going to call the cops on you. She, (laughs) this was really weird. It was like a cartoon, right? Here's this fucking 400 pound bitch. And. I remember I said that to her. I go, listen, broad, the fuck out of my store. I'm going to call the cops. This head pops out from behind her. There was a man behind her of which I had not even seen. Not on the camera, not on the fucking thing, not anywhere. This man pops out. He looks at me, goes, man, you better watch how you talk to my wife. And then he popped back into whatever fucking kangaroo pouch on her back that he popped out of. It was like the MIB movie with the head that floats. Right. That's what it looked like. Man, you better blah, blah, blah. I was like, where did you even come from? Like the dude scared, surprised me so much. I actually lost focus on this broad who was screaming at me. Anyways, she continued to scream and I, she, she ended up, she ended up, I had to call the cops. I was like, listen, get out of the store. I'm calling the cops right now. I called the cops. As soon as she knew I was calling them, she bounced. They ended up showing up and escorting her out of fucking Wally world. But it was wild. And watching this guy, it was like, this guy just attracts these fucking things, right? These weird stories. So now he's got this one kid that shows up. He's got another kid he's got to disappear to. He's trying to get back to Alaska to kill polar bears. He wants to rejoin the circus, but he can't. It, Bro, it was, I'm just going to have to write this shit down. It was so much. It sounds like you have volumes of stories Uh, about Benny Edge. 30, 97 seconds of Benny Edge. Benny Edge, we miss you. I hope you're okay. Email us. Yeah, email us. We miss you, man. Bay's boys. Bay's boys. Loud ass shit.